0: In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Togi Entertainment or
1: its partners.
2: It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships stands the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy fun and the you're kidding factor let's get to it sex talk with Lou on TogiNet and now here's your host Lou Paget
3: welcome everyone and thank you for being with us this evening tonight I'm going to be talking about a real hot potato discussion, something that pushes a lot of buttons for women and for men, and that's the topic of monogamy. And the thing that started it, I had um, my guest this evening is Tara Rauchy Robinson, and Tara and I were talking about something, and she said, Lou, why, have you, why don't you do a show? On monogamy, or why didn't you write something on it? And I said, You know what? Let's do this Wednesday show on it. Mm-hmm. And then, so welcome, Tara. Hi, Lou. Thanks for having me. <laughs> My pleasure, darling. <laughs> now, then, I am, as I want to do, I'm reading online and I read of a study that a biomathematician which translates to an individual who is a statistician, had been looking at how and why monogamy got created. And I thought, how in heaven's name would someone who has never been around the things put things into a mathematical program that then would determine how we are monogamous? So I thought, I'm going to look at the anthropological side. So I pulled out my books from Stephanie Kuntz, and her that surname is C-O-O-N-T-Z. She has some great books, The Way We Never Were, and Marriage. And what I looked at is, what if we look at monogamy, we can't really separate it in many large parts from marriage. Now we have a culture where we have relationships that, really the thing that defines the specialness of the relationship is the monogamy factor because it used to be that women and men had very separate lives the women spent their time raising children and not necessarily working but the men were out working and providing now we have such blend and crossover we no longer all those barriers of women aren't supposed to associate here or men aren't supposed to be there those Things are completely blended. You have female friends. You have male friends. So when I looked at monogamy, I thought, hey, whose definition do you use? What, you know, who came up with monogamy in the first place, which, again, I think we have to look at who came up with the definitions of what marriage had to be like in the first place. So what Tara actually did is she brought in a number of people and asked them, tell me, what, do you know, just talk about monogamy and you said it pushed buttons
0: yes it makes people uncomfortable to talk about it women and men Um, yeah it's I don't know you just kind of see either people won't talk or um, a hesitation and they don't want to say the wrong thing or maybe because it would be like a a male colleague doesn't want to offend me or or something or some of the females, you'll kind of see them in their head. So you, it's it's just definitely not clear, which is why I I was so pressed to say, we need to talk about this because mm-hmm. why can't, you know, we need to have a discussion about it and, and uh, feel more comfortable or free to talk about it. So, yeah.
3: And or if we don't feel free to talk about it, mm-hmm. at least to... Open up the door to have people say, you know what? I think there's different levels of monogamy.
0: Absolutely. Which yeah. I, you know, which I, again, the freedom to say that and, some and people I, won't even feel free to say that.
3: And I think other people, depending on how, if they're in a relationship that isn't as important for them, I think there's sometimes depending on who you're with, you've got more, of, you've got more at risk, so you want more monogamy, or you want that mm-hmm. person and. I look at monogamy as, okay, this isn't politically correct, but this is how I describe it, Mm -hmm. you're my property,
4: Mm -hmm. you're mine, Mm -hmm. and I'm yours. Mm -hmm.
3: Now, it used to be that that got set into place so that you could have the legal transfer of assets. Mm -hmm. That's really what marriage is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and as I say, and you've heard me say this, if you really want to know what marriage is, Look at divorce. Mm-hmm. Don't And don't look at divorce where someone goes like this, oh, my God, we're dividing up lovely moments. Mm-hmm. You get the LOV over here, and I get the ELY over here.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: No, that's not how it happens. Same. When you go through a divorce, your life is reduced down to a spreadsheet.
4: Mm.
3: And that's what marriage is. I mean, it used to be marriage was set up to have the development of assets and to have for uh, children and for the stability of community. And marriage wasn't something that you chose based on you fell in love with someone. You chose based on, or it was chosen for you, the thing that was going to be the best for the culture, for the overall village in the agrarian society and when people were working on farms. The Industrial Revolution changed a lot of that. But mm-hmm. when people were working in, on farms, mm-hmm. you needed to have as much labor as you could. You had a lot of stuff that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Now, you had, when I looked at some of the, the comments, mm-hmm. these to me were outstanding. And this is, mm. this is a comment from a 20, 26-year-old male. Do you want to read this one? Sure. This is your gentleman.
0: Um,
3: it says, I feel
0: like monogamy is something that most people in our society automatically think of in one particular light when in reality it could mean any number of different things to everyone. The problem lies in assuming that monogamy means the same thing to you as it does to your partner. If people take the time to look inward and have the ability to be truthful with themselves, I feel like that would solve a lot of problems that are currently ailing our society in regards to monogamy. As it stands right now, I personally have not taken the time to figure out where I stand in regards to monogamy, but I at least have identified where the problem lies. As with most problems in relationships, this is a communication problem more than anything. Once we can be open and honest with ourselves about how we feel in regards to issues such as monogamy, then we can take the next step, which is being open and honest with our partners. Yes, yeah, so that's a 26-year-old male, California.
3: And here is, when I hear this person speaking, or writing, I should say, again, if you, okay, let's, let's look at this idea. What, how do we define monogamy? Is mm-hmm. monogamy, you don't kiss someone else? Is it you don't have sex with someone else? Is it that you don't have emotional connection, connection with someone, with someone, someone else? else? You don't
0: exchange phone numbers.
3: You know, it's just, you know but then oh, and then then we blur the line when we look at what happens on the internet. Mm. You don't contact, you know, through Facebook. Oh my goodness me! <gasps> look at that. My old flame contacted me. Mm-hmm. Well, is that something that puts things at risk? Where do we, where do we define it? And again, I think it has to be something that. You sit down and talk about it.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I know for me, when I look at when someone is saying, I, they, I, I will only deal with this or only, you know, if someone ever does I Y, Z, I don't think you can be black and white in this area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think what you have to look at is what's important for you. And do we look at monogamy as something that's only within marriage? No, not at all because when you are in a series of monogamous relationships and you maintain that I'm only with you, but the definition of monogamy typically is strictly about intercourse Mm -hmm. and about sexual um, activity with one another. Mm -hmm. So now let's look at, does that strictly define what makes a good marriage Mm -hmm. or what makes a good relationship? For many people, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's no question. They want to know, and it's the same reason that for some couples, when I've done presentations with um, particular groups, for people who have very strongly you know, fed, held um, faith-based attitudes, mm-hmm. their comment is, I do not want to see or know about anything else I don't want to bring those images and those thoughts into my marriage bed. Mm -hmm. I only want to have that type of shared relationship with my spouse. Mm -hmm. And in those instances, it's strictly with a spouse, period.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: But I think what we need to be looking at is we have a range of things, and this is the hot-button comment that's not spoken about because the majority of people, will cheat at some point. Mm. I mean, I'm going to say that there's more, more men who typically would cheat or who are more vocal and who are willing to say that they cheat. But let's be completely honest. Who are these men doing things with? Right, exactly.
4: <laughs> right. It's
3: not, it's not just a whole series of single women. Right. So I, we have to look at what's the impact. And, again, we have other comments that other men have made. Look. If this is important for you, you've got to tell someone. Mm-hmm. But then you, you also have to do is you have to have the attitude, they may say something that doesn't make me feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then that puts things on kind of like, ooh, that's a little risky.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: We no longer have the if you marry, you are automatically there for forever. Mm-hmm. That left a long time ago.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So the reason someone stays in a relationship with someone is because they want to be there. That's right, choice. Exactly, choice. Yeah. So we have probably fifteen seconds until our first break. My guest this evening is Tara Rauchy Robinson. And the reason I wanted her on to talk about this, honestly, this woman is completely fearless when it comes to dealing with relationships. <laughs> I've known her for ten years, twelve yeah. years. Wasn't well, probably Fourteen years, something 14 like years, that. Yeah. Former assistant. So, please, <laughs> please stay with us. We're coming. We'll be coming right back with monogamy. Do you? Don't you? And let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com.
1: Fertility is an extremely personal subject. Tune in Monday nights at 9, 8 central, For the Fertility Forum, with infertility psychotherapist and expert Phyllis Martin on toginet.com. This is the show about infertility, gaining support, and information. Phyllis will assist you in navigating the disappointments and decisions that often accompany the difficult journey from diagnosis to conception, pregnancy to parenthood. She is passionate about her work and is an expert in the donor egg field, bringing both her personal and professional experience to all she does. Ms. Martin has extensive experience in helping patients cope with infertility, pregnancy loss, adoption, surrogacy, miscarriage, pregnancy termination, and creative family building. She knows what you're going through, and she's here to help. It's the Fertility Forum with your host, Phyllis Martin. Monday nights at 9, 8 central, on TogiNet.com. Are you ready to get your woohoo on? From business and branding to babies, best selling books, and personal breakthroughs? Then it's time to tune in to Woohoo Radio, love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness, with your host, Lisa Stedman. Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on TogiNet.com. Using her signature blend of inspiration, motivation, and kick butt action, best selling author and chief woohoo woman, Lisa Stedman, wants to help you discover the woohoo that only you can do. Lisa will show you how to create your signature woohoo. Way of Love, Life, Business, and the Pursuit of Happiness without losing yourself. If you're tired of a one-size-fits-all approach to career, relationships, and personal growth, get your weekly WooHoo on with Lisa and her rock star guests as they reveal their personal stories of bouncing back from BooHoo of rock bottom into the WooHoo of Love, Life, Business, and the Pursuit of Happiness. Check out her website, lisastedman.com. Join us for WooHoo Radio, Love, Life, Business, and the Pursuit of Happiness. Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on Togenet.
3: Welcome back, everyone. My guest this evening is Tara Rauchy Robinson, and our conversation and our discussion tonight is on monogamy. And what I'd like people to know is, you know what, I don't think there's one right or one wrong way of dealing with this subject, because it typically revolves around the important, most heartfelt areas of our lives, our hearts and the intimacy and sexuality. And those are things that, as we were talking in the first segment, now the being sexual with the partner is truly the defining way that most people know that's the only thing that is now the, the sole area of behavior that you have with your, with your monogamous partner or your committed partner. And now when that gets crossed over for people, that really sets off, you know, the the rockets, people get upset, and because it hits at that kind of like that final bastion of this is our relationship. If anyone would like to call in, the phone number is 877-864-4869. While we're live this evening, again, 877-864-4869. So let's look at... Why is there monogamy in the first place?
4: Mm,
3: Great question. I want to know the answer to that one. (laughs) Well, here we go. Now, I'm just going to say this is my personal opinion why there is monogamy. The reason that, again, we talked about, you know, with with marriage and looking at, you know, the, the both sides of, you know, marriage and divorce. If you look at what marriage is set up to be, marriage is set up as a contract. And it is a contract to ensure the legal transfer of assets, whether those assets are children, property, wealth, titles. That is what marriage is set up to do. We have, it has evolved at the turn of the century to be something where people then chose based on heart. And when women, there was a change of women actually having or being considered to have a brain and an attitude where they could say, no, I'm not, you know, instead of saying, this is my lot, I must suffer it, I must deal with this. So we had a changing dynamic that way. Now we have, you know, so what basically sets up monogamy? The ability to maintain and protect your assets. We all know who mom is. There's never any question. The issue is, Who's dad? So if there is a state of monogamy, in many instances, it was more important that for the woman, she, it was known that she was only having sex with this man because he did not want to have or share with anyone else. But when we look at now what's happening, women have an ability to make their own choices typically based on wallets and their ability to control finances. Now, do you see amongst your friends that there's a change in how... Is monogamy hush-hush? Is it something that people say that they ascribe to and they don't really? Or do they have a feeling of if they've ever done anything, they don't want anybody to know about it?
0: Okay. um, Recently, um um i was out with some colleagues over dinner and um uh male colleagues and so the comment was um from from one in particular very good man um, and uh, in love with his mate his feet, you know his, his his girlfriend um and sees as uh, the soulmate sees him uh spending his life with her uh but he said but you know i get a little you know, it doesn't mean anything on the side. I get something on the side. It doesn't mean anything. It's just sex. And um, so, and I hear that quite often, um, and, and at least I've been hearing it because I've been asking a lot recently. And so what what makes me want to ask the question of, okay, well, what is it that we, we can't be honest? I guess, okay, do, do men um, that think this way feel like, they want their um, – oh, and I asked the question, so how would you feel if she did it? Oh, no, no, I wouldn't like it. So that is the one thing that makes me go, okay, well, that's, we have to look at that. Mm-hmm. So it's okay for you to do it, and, you know, you love, and it doesn't mean anything, but you wouldn't want this other person to do it, right? So that's a big one for me Okay. I've been hearing.
3: Okay. <clears throat> Let's look at – so this is a gentleman. This is a man who's making this statement. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that I have also spoken to women who have said the same thing. And really what they don't want is they don't want to put at risk their relationship and what they have already built. Okay. But they will do things outside of their relationship, but they do not want their husband to know. Right. They will go on... Cruises with a friend and say they're going with their friend, but in actuality, both of these people are meeting someone else.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: <clears throat> but the important thing is that for her, she was the last thing she wanted was for him to find out because she was putting her security and her stuff at risk. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing he's saying. Okay. He's putting himself at risk. Okay. Which, really, that's the the whole thing, is are you willing to risk what you're doing if it's more of an egalitarian relationship? When it used to be that the man could fool around and the woman couldn't say anything, that was another matter. Just as an example, Tom Jones apparently has been married to his high school sweetheart who they got married when they were 16, 17, and they've been married, you know, however many years, you know, 50 years now, and 60 years, and he said, you know, she has been with me. She didn't condone it through his affairs. She has been with me the entire time. But he said she wasn't willing to give up all of the stuff that was the other side of things. And I think when we talk about this subject, I think people have to look at is there a way to have this to heal from something if something occurs and it's something you don't expect? Or is it something that there's also open relationships where there's an absolute decision and discussion to have other people that you are intimate with. And in in polyamory, poly many amory loves It is very negotiated, and it is very much something where you do have additional love for another person. That doesn't mean that the jealousy factor doesn't show up. It absolutely does. What does happen is there's a negotiation, and it's understood. So here's the important thing that I got told by Nan Weiss, who's a uh PhD and top therapist in this area. She herself uh, is a polyamorous. She's based in New York. I met her at a um I believe it was an Asect, American Association of Sex Educators, Councils and Therapists. That's the certifying body that I'm a certified sex educator with. And she said anyone who thinks that they can have an affair and try and bring that person into and create a polyamorous relationship with it, she said, Dead wrong won't happen. Not a possibility. Okay. Of your friends, how many of them have ended relationships as a result of someone stepping outside of it? I think... I can't
0: think of anybody that stayed together, actually, except for except for one. Really? That I, not that I can think of right now. But I'm sure if I thought a little bit more, I can get back to you on that. I can email you. But I can't...
3: Can't think of anybody. Hmm. <clears throat> Is it that the person fell in love with someone else? Um, I, I,
0: from just the um, the pain of the betrayal of uh, stepping out was just so uh, kind of overwhelming and deep that and I think they just had that set up in their mind I think that that's what they they spoke that if this ever happens we're done like I think that that was their thought about it if you ever cheat we're over like I think that was the understanding I did know a couple that did stay together
3: mm-hmm. but
0: now they're separating
3: um, oh okay
0: happening again
3: okay yeah oh, he's doing it again she's doing it again
0: he's doing it again
3: okay Because I also know of um, women who, you know, I know of a woman right now who, her husband, they'd been married 25 years, and he knew of one before, and then she did it again, and he told her. And this is a man, I mean, he was devastated when he found out, and he told her, look, um, you know, they had three children. They had, let me think, they had three children, four children. Grandchildren, and she did it again, and that was that. Okay, but she also kept lying about yeah. everything. Yeah, that's that's what couldn't be abided by. And yeah. I, here we, let's go back to what I know is one of the most important things in any relationship. Two things. The number one behavior that I know that people have told me is. The glue that keeps relationships together is not the thing of, oh my God, I love you because people do a lot of things that aren't overly loving. That's right. What I do know works is when you respect your partner. Right.
0: And the honesty, the emotional honesty and the revealing of yourself, even the bad. Yeah. Yes.
3: I, I would have to agree. And, I would and, have to and agree. When you respect your partner, there's just certain things you won't do. Mm-hmm. And I think that monogamy and what relationships are, they are, I mean, the, the heart of what people are like is that they want someone who wants them. Right, exactly. And when you get told you're not enough, mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says, that's devastating. Mm-hmm. When you're, you know, you can be the most gorgeous thing in the world, mm-hmm. but if someone... If you don't meet that need, we've got we're going to our mid-show break. My guest this evening is Tara Rouchie Robinson. We're talking about monogamy. If you do, if you don't, please call in if you have a comment. 877-864-4869 and we will be right back after the break.
2: This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Everyday
1: Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinlock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on TogiNet.com. That's the word uttered when you know you have the upper hand. Or you're the winner. Well, now, we have the Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Brussy Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Martin's show is all about helping speakers and authors find their niche, create their brand, and achieve massive success. Each week, Martin will interview guests from around the world who have achieved tremendous success as speakers and authors. You'll find out who they are what they do, and how you can follow in their footsteps to achieve incredible results. Guests will come from around the world of business, entertainment, finance, the arts, and sciences. Nothing is off topic, no subject to taboo. We'll share valuable information as well as huge laughs as we discover the ups and downs of being a successful speaker and author. The Booyah Radio Hour with Martin Pressey, Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on togedant.com.
3: Tonight, my guest is Tara Rauchy Robinson. We're talking about all things monogamy. Okay. And one of the, the, the impetus for me to speak about this was, as I said at the top of the show, a biomathematician at University of Tennessee, and his name is Sergey. and I hope I don't massacre his surname, Gravrile, G-A-V-R-I-L-E-T-S. And what he looked at is... What are the things that would create monogamy from a male standpoint? And what he, he did is he looked at a model of if there is the alpha male, he can have sex with as many females in any group that he would want. But the thing that created a bonding and a pair bonding behavior was the exchange of food for sex that less dominant males would do with females. So in order, and then there would be the mate guarding that occurs. And that occurs within human beings. There are men, as my twin sister would refer to it, who do what you call the leg lifting behavior. (laughs) If they think that you are theirs. (laughs) You know, like that walk up in front of other people and go like, because only people can come into your personal space. Mate guarding is done by human beings all the time. Women do it, men do it, you know. But so what this um, Dr. Gavrilets, Gavri- Gavri- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to doll it up here, Dr. Gavrilets, <laughs> what he looked at was that there were certain behaviors that the less dominant males would adopt in order to maintain their ability to reproduce. And part of that was the sharing of food and then the mate garden, guarding. So when at the break we were talking about the things that will cause people to go, this is why monogamy is my hot button. And you had mentioned it was the, the, the you know, people representing one thing but doing another.
0: Saying, so, saying one thing and doing another. Cause they don't want to, they don't think it's politically correct to really say what they want to do and think maybe they're, whatever, if it's male or female, they're may, um, it'll scare them off. You
3: know, they might... Or it'll, or, it'll, or it'll upset the apple cart. Yeah. Now, when people have been through this, I do know for women, mm-hmm. if they do tell a partner, particularly if they have had... Um, if, they, if the man finds out that a woman has been, you know, on somewhere with another male, one of the first questions, the first question that is asked is, did you have sex with him? Now... And what I will also tell women is, if you are going to do something, be aware that will be the first question. And the reason for that is his worst nightmare is about to be downloaded into his brain, which is the thought of this man's penis going into her body. Mm
4: -hmm. That
3: is mortifying for most men. And the reason I know that is men told me. And... When they are having sex with her again because it's no longer making love, that is what they're thinking. Did he do it better than I did? Was it the same? And that is why there's often such a bigger difference for men feeling that their partner has been fooling around than it would often be typically for women in past time. In current time, I think it's the same. I think we have a variation of how people are reacting mm-hmm. but let's look at we've got another gentleman who because we're giving the female perspective on the show <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and this gentleman writes, I think monogamy comes down to the individual I believe it obviously resonates with people many different ways because we all have had many different paths that led us to other experiences circumstances and realizations Those who don't necessarily live a life of monogamy may go through certain things that may eventually alter that belief, and vice versa. I think that someone who has always been faithful may go through something that totally changes their view. Ultimately, I think the vast majority of us are continuously evolving, as will our tendencies, our beliefs, and consciousness, etc. Do we ever have it figured out? I don't think we ever ever figure it out because I think there's always has to be a contrast of beliefs. In my humble opinion, it is the counter-belief that actually strengthens a belief.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, that's a powerful statement. It is. Because what it does is it has you look at both sides of the right. equation.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
3: And so is it do I only have to have this type of behavior relative to sexuality? Mm -hmm. Or is it that the emotional part of it that's the biggest thing that's at risk? Mm
4: -hmm.
3: I mean, and I'm not going to give the blanket statements of men do it this way and women do it that way because that no longer applies. True. And, I mean, I know, honestly, as many women who fool around Mm -hmm. as I do men. Mm -hmm. I think what we have had is we've had a culture that has told us that it's mainly men mm, yeah that was what I was going to bring up
0: earlier how much of this obviously if we if you um, believe our thoughts create our reality uh-huh. right And law of attraction how much of our beliefs were downloaded so long ago and that's that's you know what I'm really looking at and all the comments I'm getting and the conversations I'm having is where people's beliefs are coming from
3: Oh, is it coming from their fathers, the mothers, yeah. the grandfathers, their grandmothers, A book they read,
0: a movie they watched. I mean, you just don't know where things got downloaded. Downloaded, and so I'm just really observing everyone and everybody and going, wow! Like, and because everybody's, it's, everybody's tr- it, It's all truth, and I can go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, yep. So then, if everybody has their truth, then you go, okay, <laughs> wait a minute. You know, so it's really about what, what, what you were brought up to believe and so then you ask yourself is that what i believe now thank
3: you thank you that
0: what i believe or like what my mama did or this person did is that okay is that right for me and so then you go wait a minute and it just you can go you know get um go inside and ask yourself what do i want with my partner Mm -hmm. you know what do what does he want because i we came into it thinking we want one thing and then wait a minute do we really want that anymore and where did we get that
3: Well, I, what, and I think this is something that, I mean, this conversation could go on for about four hours,
4: if not longer.
3: When I look at how people react to finding out, they often will refer back to when it happened to a mother or a father or a grandparent. And they talk about the emotional impact of it. Yet, interestingly enough, when I look at certain celebrities and people who have tremendous profile, social profile, and they're fooling around, I know that for other parts of them, the last thing they would have ever thought they would be doing is because of how it impacted on their mother or their father when they found out that they're, you know, their spouse was cheating on them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll use this as an example. Apparently, you know, just I I will use Tiger Woods. He was devastated when he found out that his father was cheating on his mother when he was in college. I don't know this for a fact, but I'm just going to say that this is an example of something, and then here is this person who has other things happen. Now, I'm not going to use, you know, him as an example because I think people have done more than their share of speaking out of line about a gentleman who they've never worked with, never spoken with, and don't know, aside from what the media has presented. Mm -hmm. I will speak of people that I know personally. Many times there is a license to cross layers of what you represent if you have more money or if you have more influence. And it goes both ways for women and for men. And... When someone, doesn't, someone says, well, I, I can do this, and they're going to just put up with it, that used to be more of a standard attitude, more masculine. But now we have things that are more on par. There's a different, there's a different level. Let's talk about how does someone move past, go through, or build a new type of relationship. Should there have been something that they didn't expect to have happen, as you and I both know of uh, the group that we're part of, let's look for the gold.
4: That's right. When you're digging
3: for gold, you got to go through a lot of dirt. That's you're right. not looking for the dirt; you're looking for the gold. Absolutely. So I know the thing that keeps relationships and keeps things working for people is when they keep going back to what was the thing that really worked with this person.
0: Exactly. And um, and uh, cheating gets it kind of gets the, um, what is it? It, it, it gets the most attention. Oh, But but what about if, um, the part, the other partner is, um, neglectful in a different way? It could be, it could be any, just anything. And, um, in my observation of things and people and relationships and asking people, I just really, that stood out to me, going, wait a minute, hold on. This gets, it's like the star of the show. She, you know, somebody, it's like, oh, but what happened, what led up to that between, on both sides, you know, what, led up to that, was the other person doing what they needed to do or the commitment, but it's just like that's the thing that just gets all of the tension, and, and I really and, think it does us a disservice, and then you can play victim role or you can do all of, oh, but really then you don't do your own work, the, the person that you, it, and so it really doesn't serve any purpose.
3: I, I, you know, I totally agree with you, and I know. think the operative term here that we're talking about is taking responsibility for what your part That's in right. anything is, anything, and anything. acknowledging that you're willing to do your work on something. That's right. I had a woman send me a letter telling me um, she had looked at some things on my site, com. She had, and she was furious mm-hmm. that I had made the comment on it was a show with Dr. Drew that I felt that. You know, some men will say they do it just because they can do it. Well, and fool around. Well, that's not necessarily the case. There's often a whole, it's not as cut and dried as yeah, that. Now, we have 15 seconds until our our <laughs> final break. My guest is Tara Rouchy Robinson. I'm Lou Paget. Please stay with us, and we will come back with, What do you do when you haven't? About <laughs> monogamy. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. <laughs> Here come the tunes. I know.
2: This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com.
1: Second chances. We all deserve them. And we are all worthy of them. Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central on TogiNet.com. Mark Lipinski is coming to TogiNet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3 2 Central on TogiNet.com. Creative Mojo, it's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle.
2: welcome back to sex talk imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question be it function sensation or something you've heard this is the spot it's sex talk with lou on toginet.com and now back to your host lou Paget.
3: Welcome back, everyone. Tonight, we are talking about monogamy. And we are talking, we actually, my guest is Tara Rouchy Robinson. Hi. And Tara has been like the research wheels of bringing in comments. Yes. And what we have here is another comment from a gentleman. Tara and I are acting as the female component part for the show and this is a gentleman who is mid-30s and he says i consider myself a bit of a romantic man at heart i like to believe that we have someone that's just for us the one if you like and i have a beautiful loving woman who i want to spend the rest of my life with am i tempted by other women yes have i been unfaithful to a degree yes I thought that I could preserve our exclusive relationship by drawing from power, drawing power from the fact that we were exactly that, exclusive. No one could experience the intimacy we shared because we were simply devoted to keeping it that way. That is a powerful statement and intention. Yet I have still strayed. Is it fair to put it down to scientific programming? I don't know, but I'd like to look at it that way. Am I a bad man? Not at all. Actually, maybe you should decide. So, Tara, let's say if this were our partner Mm -hmm. and this happened knowing that, and, you know, we're talking, tonight we're talking about hetero relationships. It could be gay, it could be bi, it could be anything. This is talking about the heart and, like, the most intimate part of your sharing in a relationship. How would you... Let's say you found out, and then you went, okay, what do we do about this? To me, my first question would be, what's the emotional connection on it, and is it still ongoing? Okay? Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I agree. Then it would
3: be, have you done it before? Now, (laughs) I would know, because I would just know if someone had done something before. That's just me um others may not but what are i mean i again if you feel that the relationship has the ability to continue is monogamy something if there's if that is the only thing that can make it work but here's the other thing in some situations monogamy kills relationships it's true
0: and, and this is and this is where my head goes like like you used call it little brain grenades. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think there's one answer. There is and I think it's so individual in, in what you what you have, your soul path with that person, all the other things that you share, and I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about life passions and goals and how you support one another and um what you know of that person like for instance i've observed some men that are incredible men i mean really doing so many things and really doing their work in the world and then they have this thing you know like you know they chose it i'm not saying but so if you like do it in in numbers right so like 99.9 percent this person is amazing Mm -hmm. and then they have this
3: Or they made, so or, 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 <clears throat> or, or. Cho- because it's a choice. It's not a bad choice, necessarily. It was a choice.
0: Right, exactly. That's right, exactly. That's, thank you for correcting it. Right, because there's the ego. If you say bad, that's the ego. Cause that's see, a judgment. And, I, and see, and I'm actually glad I, did I say that?
4: See, mm-hmm.
0: I'm glad. Did I say that, that out I, loud? I'll be a guinea pig for all of us, and that's where we get tripped up. Mm-hmm. It's that ego, that old little ego, will be like, tick, 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 and it'll come up and go, but me, 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 and it's
3: happening. And it goes like, and it goes, and <laughs> it stands on your shoulder. It goes like, there's hands on its
0: head. Hey, <laughs> <Backwards>. <laughs> don't do that. But if you, again, going back to what do we do to resolve things like this? Is any kind of technique or healing technique or modality that gets you to put up a mirror. And turn it on yourself and say, where in my life am I doing, so where, okay, so if we say the term is cheating or, and where in my life am I cheating myself or am I cheating my partner? It might not be sexually, but where in the beginning of a relationship did I say I was going to do this, this, and that, and I'm not? And see, that's where I'm telling you that the sex and the la la—that gets, that's like the star of the show—and then everything just gets centered on that. But the other partner totally like left the relationship in so many other ways, and just kind of kicking it. and not doing
3: Right, it. right, right. And, and, you know and what I mean? right. And here's the other thing I think people have to look at: is there, if someone steps outside of a relationship, is that? More of a violation of the relationship than someone who isn't fully committed to the relationship. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Because That's I think. To chew on. Yeah, I think there are as many people who are non-monogamous in their attitude, not necessarily their behavior, because they're not a hundred percent in the relationship. Hmm. Okay. And yeah, so emotionally. So they can justify mm-hmm. why they do what they do. They can justify not being there emotionally. They can justify not being there sexually. They're not doing something with somebody else. Mm-hmm. They're just not there in the relationship. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's another and, whole. And I, here's where, and the reason I'm saying that is when I look at, people who go into relationships or into marriages and do so based on a list, not based on their gut and their solar plexus telling them, their brain tells them to do it, they often do not have that heart connection that has them say, I will be in this relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I see that people will, they're, they're kind of like, they don't have a foot totally out the door but they got the door open mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or it's cracked open. Yes, yes. And mm-hmm. they haven't sealed it. Remember, you know, we're talking about what's your intention in this. Right. And I think we come back to, in any discussion of relationship, monogamy, intimacy, we come back to how you define and how you feel you're showing up for it.
4: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. And then here's the next thing we ask.
4: Do you
3: have great role models that can guide you? Right, exactly. I mean, the majority of us do not. Who do you listen to, right? Exactly. Who (laughs) Who are you watching? Who do you listen to? Someone who has what you want and has been where you are? Or do you listen to the people who have had all of the disasters around you? Your choice. But I will often say, pay. Hey, I mean, because many people, what they'll say when they look at relationships, it will be someone who has, who's not high profile, but who has a sweet heart about their relationship.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And then we come back to the main thing people want to do is they want someone who wants them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And wants them. Not necessarily to the exclusion of others, but like using Tom Jones and his wife as an example, but that he absolutely—he said, "I'm not going to throw that away," but he did put it at risk. And if she hadn't been someone who said, "Listen, I'm not—you know—I'm not giving this up because of," he may very well have lost. Mm-hmm. And I look at people who have t- thoroughly trounced their relationships, And then as things were about to finish and, you know, divorce proceedings, then at the last minute go, you know what? I really don't want to go through this. And I had one gentleman who said, he said, it was when I was having, you know, about to go into my third marriage, he said, I realized, he said, at that point I finally realized I didn't have to go through my other two divorces. Hmm. And the reason he said that? Is that the person who was responsible for what was happening? All the relationships—it wasn't the other person, right? The common denominator was him. Was him? <laughs> you realize you went. Yeah. I didn't have to get divorced the first two times.
0: Yeah. There's this wonderful um, healing technique I'm studying, Ho'oponopono, mm-hmm. by Dr. Hugh Lin. and that he says um, if you if you uh, see a, um, a repeating pattern in your life. What's the common denominator? It's you. If you have a problem with this person, this person stresses
3: you out. And that person, well, who's the person that always is, is there? No, it's, it's you. It's like when you watch that person driving down the road, getting angry, honking. Uh-huh. Getting, you know that that occurs in every area of their life, even when they're buying <laughs> cats.
4: Right, right. It doesn't
3: right. matter. They're still having, like, a meltdown.
4: Yes. Like a, oopsie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: So for me, what I want people to know is, look, This is a subject area when it comes to relationship, when it comes to sexuality. You have to make a choice of what works best for you, Mm -hmm. what works best for your partner. That's right. But it also has to be something you can't pretend. Do not do psychic, you know, sex and psychic assumption Mm -hmm. that you know what your partner's thinking. Right. You may not. Right. And it may be something that in looking at, what you haven't been taking care of or what you would have liked to be taking care of, it has you look again at what's important for you. Mm-hmm. Because what I know, and you and I have had this discussion over you know the years when you've been you know working with me, when we've done shows together, the biggest thing that people want is they want their heart to be taken care of and they want to feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, truly the main reason that, people are attracted to someone is they make them feel good. Mm-hmm. It's special. And special, and it's the, it's the thing that's magnetic. Mm-hmm. And when someone says to someone, you are really special, mm-hmm. you don't really care that they think you're really special. You're just glad you got it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so one of the most
3: attractive things is attention, uh, affection, and because atten- it's just like. Cause, and what is that is. It's recognition being given right. and recognition being received. That's right. And when you receive it and then you give it back, mm-hmm. that's that interest. both partners are doing it. Exactly. It's magic. It is magic. magic. So here we t- started our conversation with monogamy. We finished with the fact that you can be magical with attention, with intention and attention. Tara Rauchy Robinson has been my guest for the evening. <laughs> Thank you, my dear. Thank you, Lou. A pleasure as always. Thank and I, I want people to have the feeling of you look at yourself, what's important for you, and listen to your gut reaction because, trust me, it won't lie. Don't listen to between your ears. That's going to tell you a fib.
4: <laughs> Thank you very much for being with us. It's been our
3: pleasure. Bye for now.
2: Thank you for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health: our sexual health. Join Lou Paget. She will.